Hello, my beautiful beans, and welcome to today's episode. This episode is all about learning how to be the asshole. It's actually coming to terms with the fact that it's actually your turn to be the asshole. I'm going to be going into that in a little bit of detail. I don't have a brain fact for you today. Apologies, apologies. Um, a little bit about my life. Look, not much. I kind of just want to dive straight into this episode. There isn't anything right now that's pressing that I... Oh, I bought a Jeep. I fucking bought a Jeep. That's exciting. A black, hectic Jeep. I actually bought this end of last year and it has now arrived and it is such a fucking vibe. I love it so much. It's gangster. It's amazing. It was worth the wait. Nearly a year wait. And it kind of made it more exciting when it did arrive. So... That's just me. If you see me driving around Sydney, beep, beep, in my Jeep, I'll wave at you. Um, Yeah, you just hear me cranking like a reggaeton beats or something. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get straight into the episode of today. It's going to be intense. I'm I'm trying to make it like a G up for you to just get really in the fucking zone to just do the things in your life that you want to do. Hope you enjoy the app. Right, so today I want to talk about you being an asshole, basically. It's your turn to be the asshole. That is the theme of this episode. Now, before I get into everything that I want to get into for this episode, because I'm really hoping that it's going to fucking G you up to just, you know, live today, this week, this year, your life with more purpose. But before I get into it, I do want to say what I'm not referring to, because I don't want to be like, go and be a wanker and just be a dickhead to everyone you meet. That's not at all what I mean by it's your turn to be the asshole. So what I am not referring to is you doing the bare minimum for the people that you care about. I'm not referring to that. It's you only ever thinking about yourself and never prioritizing the important people in your life. It's you not considering others who matter in your decisions about your life whatsoever. I'm not saying that you should only live for other people But if someone matters to you, you should absolutely consider them in your decisions. And I'm also not referring to you thinking that you're better than everyone else or above other people or that you're above a certain task or above a certain job at work and all of that. Okay, I'm not referring to those things. That is not what this episode is about. I am talking about being an asshole in a different kind of way. It's being the person that you often avoid being in order to save face. Okay, so what I mean by that is often we don't want to do certain things only because we fear that people will then think that we are an asshole. Okay, so we end up sticking around, we let others say things about us without standing up for ourselves, we try to be extra, extra nice to our ex, or we stay with somebody because we would rather the relationship end when we're happier with the terms in which it's ending on. And We do all of this so people don't think the worst of us, okay? But the problem is if you can't accept that people are going to consider you to be an asshole every once in a while, then you're going to avoid that title and in the meantime, you're going to become a doormat. You're going to lead people on unintentionally. You're not going to get what you want. You're not going to be in the jobs that you want. You're not going to um, achieve the things that you want to achieve and jump to bigger challenges and jump to different jobs and you're going to be stuck in situations that you don't want to be in, all to avoid the title of someone thinking that you're an asshole, okay? I am here to tell you, it is to your benefit to get comfortable with someone thinking that you're an asshole every once in a while. Get so comfortable with it that you are willing to do it time and time again, 
and that you get to a point where you no longer lose sleep over it, okay? Because the truth is, guys, people are going to form an opinion of you based around their interaction with you. It is always going to be biased. It can't not be biased. We're talking about relationships here. We're talking about interactions. They're only ever seeing it from their angle. So they're going to form opinions based on how they perceive you and how they perceive the interaction with you. It is so hard to have an unbiased opinion of somebody that you've interacted with or someone that you have a relationship with or someone that you work with. So trying to get them to like you at a time where you're doing something that's obviously not a likable thing from their end is impossible, okay? Unless you want to put their wants and their opinions and everything before your primary needs in your life, in which case then maybe you're at a better chance of having them like you, but then you don't get to do the things that you want to be doing in your life. And a lot of the time, like we see it all the time. You know, so many people hate to be the villain in a situation. They hate to be the mean one in a situation. They hate to piss people off and have people think badly of them. So they'll kind of do the opposite. Look at parenting, for example. There's always the, the strict parent and there's always the parent that kind of lets the children get away with everything because they want to be the fun one. They want to be the loved one. It doesn't make them a bad person. But then the other parent always has to pick up the slack in discipline because they can't bother both be the fun, lovable, ha, 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 let you do whatever one because then where the fuck do you end up with your parenting? One has to pull up the slack and be the strict one and whatever and the other one's the fun one and the fun one, quote, unquote, hates disciplining the child because they don't want the child being upset at them. But then if you pull back and look at the scope of things, at the end of the day, does the child love the strict one any less than the other one? No. It normally, unless the, the strict one's actually not a nice person, it just ends up evening out anyway. So even when you're in this situation where you're like, I don't want to discipline them, I don't want them annoyed at me, they're only annoyed at you for a short period of time and then they fucking get over it. So you don't want to base all your actions around not wanting someone to be annoyed at you because at the end of the day, it's quite insignificant and in a couple of hours or days, it's not going to matter. And in the bigger picture, when you look at it from children to their parents, they end up loving both their parents the same, even though one's strict and one's kind of the, I'll let you do whatever you want parent. Or you can flip the tables around and think, how often do you act in a certain way because you think it's going to please your parents? Even if it means pretending to want to do something or pretending to behave in a certain way or choosing a career that doesn't really satisfy you or living in a city that you don't really want to live in, but you do it because you don't want to be the asshole in your parents' eyes. You don't want to disappoint your parents. You don't want your parents being like, uh, we had so many hopes and dreams for you and now you've kind of, you know, shot that away. You don't want to do that. You want to maintain this like high regard in your parents' eyes or in a lot of people's eyes, right? Now, the term selfish gets tossed around a lot and some people, family, friends, bosses, etc., have a big sense of entitlement when it comes to your free time quote-unquote free time, and other aspects of your life as well, okay? So much so that when you start putting yourself first more often and when you start giving less explanations as to why you're taking time off or why you're choosing to put yourself first and prioritise yourself at a certain point, if people are not used to that, they will view that as you being selfish or as you, oh, you're only thinking about yourself. 
they see this behavior as selfish because they want to be considered first because they used to be considered first, okay? But you can't give in to this sort of thing. You can't give in to, I don't want them to think I'm selfish, I don't want whatever. Because how many people in your life think, oh, when they've got spare time, I'm the first person on the list that they have to see to. Your employer probably thinks that. Your partner probably thinks that. Your best friend might think that. Your parents might think that. Your dog, everyone. So everyone thinks the moment you have a spare moment, oh, okay, I need you to do this. It's like, cunt, I have a life, thank you very much. And if it's free time, it's free time because it's my free time. I own that time. I'm not on your watch. I'm not on your payroll at this point at least. I finished working goodbye okay you have to be a lot stricter a lot harsher and I hear a lot of people say oh the younger generation you know they just don't work like they used to and they don't whatever part of that might be true right part of that may be true that in certain aspects they're not working as hard or they're not as eager but what I don't like is that they refer to a lot of people who when they clock off they clock the fuck off Okay, and they say, oh, well, when I started work, I was, you know, I was eager, I was this, I was that. Who cares if that's what you were? If someone's clocked off and they say, I'm done, if you want more from me, you're welcome to pay me, but otherwise I'll fucking see you at 9am tomorrow morning. And people then consider that to be poor work ethic. No, it's not. It's somebody that understands when they're being paid and when they're not being paid. And if someone has a problem with that, that's a reflection on the, on how they perceive work-life balance. It doesn't make them an asshole, but they're going to think that that younger person is an asshole. And if I were the younger person, I would rather be considered the asshole than turn around and give up all my free time for my employer any day of the week. Now, mind you, when I do work for somebody or when I used to work for somebody, I actually would work really hard. I'd work my ass off so I would have zero guilt when I'd finish work because I know that I put everything that I had during my shift, gave it my all, gave it all my energy, that when I left, I don't feel guilty. And that's what I recommend you do in pretty much every area of your life. When you're there with somebody Become irreplaceable. Be the fucking best at what you are doing. Be the best, best friend. Don't roll into dinner and have your fucking phone in your hand and scrolling through. You're being a shit cunt, okay? Don't roll into work and do the absolute bare minimum and then expect all this stuff. When you're there, be there. When you're at work, for the hours that you're getting paid, smash it. Smash it. When you're socializing, be the friend that you would want to have. When you're with your family, relish those moments because it's not going to last forever. Really be present in all these things that when you leave, you can leave being like, I've maximized my time in every category of my life. I'm here maximizing it. I have zero guilt when I now want to go and do something that is completely for myself. I have zero guilt when I want to leave this relationship because I gave it my all. I fucking maximized it. And when I know it's not working, it's because I gave it my all. It's not because I entered this relationship half-assed and I've got doubts in my mind saying, maybe if I had really put in the effort, it could have been good. I don't have those doubts because I did put in the effort. I really tried hard. I gave it my all. It's not working. And now that I'm leaving, I don't feel like I have to stay or that I'm going to be guilted into staying because I maximized what I could when I was in this relationship. It makes it so much easier for you to leave, no matter how much someone thinks you're an asshole, it makes it so much easier on your conscience to leave knowing I gave it my all. I did what I could. I was present. I was there. I gave you my energy. I gave you my time. Now that I'm leaving, it's because it is well thought out, well considered, and I know my, my 
priorities. I know what I need to do for my life and I'm leaving. End of story. And people will still think that you're an asshole and that is okay. It's okay on your conscience. But really pay attention to how how fast you're engaging in something in your life and how how um, full on you are engaging in something in your life. Because often we feel guilty when we know that we could have done more or we know that we didn't give someone the best side of ourselves or we know that you're, you think, I kind of wasted your time because I was doing this half-assed. You could have had someone else here, whether it's employer, relationship, whatever. And I was kind of fucking you around and now I'm leaving. That's when you feel guilty because you know that you could have done better. You know that you as a person can do better, okay? Now, I will be going through a few points in this episode, five things actually, no, that's a lie, probably six things um, that you can do to help you um, learn how to become the asshole in a situation, in the best way and most productive way possible. But firstly, I want to talk about what you're actually going to benefit once you get really good at the skill of learning, of, you know, learning to become the asshole, okay? You benefit others in the long run, okay? You save people time. Instead of thinking, oh, I'll stay with him because I feel bad. You end up wasting somebody's time. You know, if you enter a job and you know for a fact that you're going to leave sooner rather than later, don't string them along. Who cares if they think, oh, my God, we trained you up, this and that, and now you're leaving. Yes, well, better better than if you were to leave in a month's time or in two months' time. The same goes for a relationship, okay? It helps you cut the cord in a breakup. It's always better, always better to be the asshole in the short term than the horrible person, toxic person in the long term. The reason, um, this, we, when you break up with somebody and you hang around and you keep messaging them and you say maybe in the future, you think you're doing it or you tell yourself the lie that you're doing it because you feel sorry for them, but you're not. You're doing it for selfish purposes. You want to have your cake and eat it too. You want to break up with that person, but you also want them to think highly of you, okay? That's why you keep, you know, hanging hanging around, knowing that they're so heartbroken. You know that the worst thing you can do for someone that is in love with you and heartbroken is to dangle your best self in front of them. Being kind, offering them a shoulder to cry on, trying to be their quote-unquote friend, all of that shit. You do it for yourself. You do that because you don't want them to think that you're an asshole. Yet again, it comes down to not wanting to be perceived negatively in someone else's eyes, in your ex's eyes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do them a favor and let them think that you're an asshole. So many people won't do that. So many people won't pull the cord because they're only thinking of themselves and they're not thinking of the greater good of every party that is involved. Sometimes you need to rip the band-aid off. You need to be the asshole and in the long term, you benefit everyone. You benefit yourself because you have no doubts. You, you fucking rip the band-aid on the relationship and you're leaving. You, you're not fucking anyone around and you're benefiting them because it's once that you're doing the breakup. You're not doing this slow thing where you're dragging them through through the fucking trenches for months and months and months, giving them hope. You're also going to benefit because you're going to learn how to be more blunt and more precise with how you explain to people what you want and what you are going to do. Once you get over the fact that someone's going to think poorly of you or someone's going to think that you're an asshole or whatever, you're, it's a lot easier to be like, well, I'm going to tell it how it is at least when it comes to my life and what I want to do with my life and my time, okay? 
and then you're also going to it's going to help you in life knowing that you don't have to act a certain way or live a certain way or live by certain guidelines for the sake of pleasing others and for the sake of making others think highly of you. Sometimes we are so concerned with saving face that we fuck ourselves over hard. You are here for a limited amount of time on this earth. It is okay if someone doesn't like you. It is okay if someone thinks you are an asshole. What is not okay is not living your life the way you intended because you fear those things. You take the job because you think you owe it to the employer. You don't take the other job because you feel bad. You stay because you think that you have to be loyal even though it's not serving you whatsoever. So you'd rather be considered loyal and be basically unsatisfied with your life than be considered an asshole and be satisfied with your life. It's not worth it. I can tell you right now, it's not worth it. Because you are only a portion of somebody else's life. But you are your entire life, okay? So you might annoy somebody or upset somebody here and there. But if you're not factoring in your primary needs in your life and doing things to serve those needs, it will never be worth it. Because you will never be truly happy or satisfied, okay? And this also plays a lot into your self-love where you're prioritizing yourself every once in a while hopefully more often than not. Okay, now we're going to go through five things to do um, that's going to help you be the asshole. It's your turn to be the asshole. Number one, less is more, less details. The less you explain, the more you hang around, the more people are going to expect for you, okay? So this happens at work with an ex with, with almost everything, okay? And I'm not saying give less, be, like I said at the start, this is nothing to do, if you're a generous person, be a generous person. I like being a generous person. If you're a helpful person, be a helpful person. But I'm saying less is more in the extent of, you know, knowing when to draw the line, knowing when your cup is running empty and then, you know, pulling the brakes and saying, I don't have the capacity for this right now. Knowing how to create some balance in your life, okay? Because there's no point being a martyr. You will not be happy if you don't serve yourself constantly, Okay, you always have to be working on yourself and your own happiness in order to be happy. So often you'll see family dynamics where there's a couple of children and there's this one child that's always doting on the parents, always the one doing everything for the parents, picking them up, dropping them off, doing when the parents get older. And they're the ones that end up copping the most emotional blackmail. They're the ones that end up disappointing their parents the most because when they don't have the capacity, when they can't do something for their parents, their parents say, oh, I expected this from your siblings, but I didn't expect this from you. Oh, I didn't expect your siblings to be able to do that because they're never doing that kind of stuff. But I'm surprised that this is coming from you. You can live your entire life trying to please other people and still have them think that you've let them down. Okay? So when it comes to these things, less is more. If someone's expecting a lot from you, all you have to say is, I don't have the capacity. You only have to serve and satisfy your own conscience. So ask yourself, did I give my all in this? And do I think I have, you know, contributed to this person? Have I helped them? Have I done something for them? If the answer is yes, and if you're, if you feel like you can sleep easy at night, knowing that you did what you wanted to do, knowing that you helped someone in the way that you wanted to help them, then you don't have to explain it to anybody else, okay? 
back to the example of the parents and the children, you know, you've got the other children that have like drawn boundaries, whether they're healthy or unhealthy, whatever. They've drawn some boundaries and they said, we're not going to be here all the fucking time. We've got our own lives. We've got our own families. And then the parents expect it from them and they don't think that the other child is an asshole. They just get disappointed when they expect more from somebody and it's consistent and then that person eventually one day can't meet those standards and lets them down. Number two, identify your primary needs. So my sister made this really good statement recently and I was like, fuck, that is a fucking good statement. And she said, never put somebody's secondary needs in front of your primary needs. And this came from, she was talking about, um, she goes to this great gym. It's like a, a weightlifting gym. And there's a really phenomenal community there. And a lot of the, the clientele there, they have kids and they bring their kids in and the kids hang around and they watch their parents train. And sometimes they just have to wait. Even if they're bored, they don't have iPads or anything. They just chill and wait and entertain themselves while their parents are doing their workout. And my sister said, I think it's really healthy that these parents are still coming in and working out and just bringing their children and having them just watch for an hour She says, because it's really important that your children always see you meeting your own primary needs. You always have to put, even as a parent, you should be putting your primary needs in front of the children's secondary needs. Obviously, your child's primary needs are going to come first because you're the parent, it is the child. But if the child wants to, you know, do this thing to entertain themselves and have fun, but that means that you don't get to exercise for your own body and mental health then that should not come first, okay? Your children actually benefit massively seeing you take care of your primary needs, okay? Now, you should be doing that for yourself with or without children. You should always know what your primary needs are. And from now on, don't let other people's peripheral needs or secondary needs get in front of your primary needs, okay? That's super important, whether it's time alone, exercising. You need, you fucking need to move overseas because it's this one thing that's been eating away at you and it's this, it's your bucket list thing and you really want to do it. There's so many things that are really important to you that you will dampen down because you don't want to be considered the asshole. Leaving that relationship that you know isn't right, but you stay because you don't want that person to hate you because you know that overall they're a pretty good catch. Okay. What are your primary needs? And you need to serve those needs before other people's secondary needs or peripheral needs. Number three, get really good at not dangling the carrot. Learn to not dangle a carrot. Often, being the asshole in the moment is the kindest thing you can do. You rip the Band-Aid off, you make it quick, you don't say, oh, but maybe in the future, oh, maybe I'll come back and help you. Uh, uh, uh." No. No, stop dangling the fucking carrot. Stop leading people on. Leading people on will pacify them in the moment, but then you risk wasting their time. So, for example, saying to your partner, maybe we'll get back in the future. You're wasting their time. You're giving them hope. They're less likely to try and heal and close that chapter if you've given them hope and they're in love with you. Saying that, You're telling your parents, oh, I'll study half the subjects that you want me to do and then half the subjects that I want to do so we can come to, um, like we can come to an agreement, we can come to a compromise. What? 
What? Why would you compromise when it comes to your career? There should be no compromise. You either do it because you want to do it or you don't. But I know a lot of people that say, oh, you know, I was studying this to satisfy my parents. Don't lead them on. Don't dangle the carrot. You're trying to satisfy them so they shut up and then you slowly weed your way out of that. But then you're wasting your time studying things you're not interested in studying. Another one is saying that you're not going to move across the world, but maybe you just move to another city because your family really doesn't want you to move. Why? Move to the fucking other side of the world. Just do it. You know, don't, oh, you know, I'll just fuck. No, there are certain things in life that you don't have to compromise on and identify those things and then don't be dangling the carrot. Don't be leading people on because you don't want to upset them. Rip the bandaid off, okay? Number four, this is a good one. Identify when someone is trying to make you feel guilty and then stand up for what you deserve. If something is rightfully yours, as in your career, your future, your time, you have to take it. Are you actually indebted to someone or not? Do you actually owe someone something or not? Because so often you will be made to feel like you owe someone something. Oh, you owe it to me. Do I? Do I actually owe it to you when it comes to me wanting to live my life and me wanting to change direction in my career? Do I owe it to you to stay in this job for another two years? Is it really something that I owe you? Identify if you actually are indebted to someone. And if so, how can you resolve that debt before you leave? But so often... People will try and make you look ungrateful or not loyal because you are going and doing what you need to do for your life. You know, this is so, so typical of an employer to accuse you of like, where's the loyalty when you want to leave? Because, yeah, you might be important to the business, but at the end of the day, you are a cog in the wheel that in most cases can be replaced. So are you actually not going to follow your career because you've been guilt tripped into feeling that people are going to think that you're unloyal or people are going to think that you're ungrateful? So you're going to jeopardize your career growth because you don't want someone thinking that you're not loyal. When in reality, for, th- for you, it's your life, it's your career. But for them, it's an inconvenience if you leave. But they will get over it, they will replace you and they will be fine. So you would rather stay in a job just to not inconvenience somebody and to not have that label off on the asshole or whatever, but not follow the career that you want, not take that job that you want, just to save face. It's not fucking worth it. So really pay attention to when someone is trying to make you feel guilty in order to alter the decision that you're going to make. All right? That's a huge one. People will always do it. Always. It's constant. It's, it's left, right and center. So really watch out for it and intercept it before it gets your emotions. Number five, do the benefits outweigh the downfall? So pretty much like I, what I said for, that, um, for the job description. It's do the benefits of me taking this new job outweigh the fallout of me leaving? And that's pretty much going to determine your answer for if you're going to do something or not. Okay. Because for example, if you risk losing your job to go on this like two day thing, that's going to be fun, but not really beneficial to you. You probably think, well, no, that really doesn't benefit it. I should really stay in this job because ultimately it's good. They just can't have me leave on these two days. Whatever, fine, whatever. It doesn't outweigh it. 
But if we're talking about a career and then the fallout is them just thinking poorly of you, when in reality you know for a fact you haven't done anything wrong, then the benefit does outweigh the fallout. The same goes for a relationship. If you're leaving a relationship that you know you've milked, you've, 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 you've exhausted every resource in that relationship, if you now have to go, the benefit is both of you will get the opportunity to start the next chapter in your life. The downfall is someone healing from a breakup. The benefit is you truly being happy. The benefit outweighs the downfall. So you've got to look at it in so many areas that, you know, whether, whether someone expects you to be there every single day and you think, no, I can't do that for you anymore. I can't come over every single day to see you anymore because X, Y, Z. Ask yourself, does the benefit outweigh the downfall for the other person? Like the downfall for the other person. Number six, last one. Are you letting somebody down or are you just trying to live the way you want to live and someone is accusing you of letting them down, okay? Because that's a huge one. Sometimes you're just trying to live your fucking life and someone will make it personal. I can't believe you've done this to me. I can't believe you moved away from me. I can't believe you abandoned me. Like it's very personal, very um, guilt, guilt, emotional blackmail, emotional blackmail. Ask yourself, am I actually letting you down? Letting you down would be, hey, do you want to move in together? Let's move in together. Let's pay this bond. Bang, 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 bang. And then when someone's put down the bond money, you're like, oh, psych, lol, fuck. I'm actually not moving in with you. Sorry, bye. Just as they've like given up their lease. Like they'll get over it. They'll survive. Not doesn't make you a horrible person. But you've let somebody down there. You fucking let them down. Breaking up with somebody is not letting someone down, okay? That's you ending a relationship that isn't working. When you leave a job to a new one, you're not letting them down. They are disappointed with the the conclusion of the situation, but you're following your career path. You know, you've got to really get get very ruthless at identifying what is actually me letting someone down. Have I set it all up for this person to be expecting something and I've built it up, built it up, built it up and then ripped it up from underneath them? Have I done that? Or have I just lived my life, done my job, worked for you, worked hard, and now I'm taking the next chapter and I'm leaving? You know, have I done the same in a relationship or with my friends or with my family? You've got to really, this helps you remove the emotional blackmail and remove the guilt that you feel towards, you know, leaving something or towards choosing a different decision or ending something. Because we are so terrified to be considered the asshole that we will stay and stay and stay and we won't take that leap of faith and we won't do that crazy thing that we've always wanted to do and we won't just fully change our style or our home or our where we live or our career because we are so scared of quote-unquote letting somebody down. We're so scared of being the asshole. We're so scared of someone thinking that we're ungrateful, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's not worth it, okay? So to wrap up, let's go over those five points again. Number one, remember less is more, less detail. You need to explain yourself less. You've got to tell people what's happening. Don't get stuck in the details of explaining because if someone's already got a preconceived idea of of who you are and what you're going to be if you quote-unquote let them down, then no explaining is going to help you. And if anything, it's going to get the situation muddier and muddier and you're more likely to get your arm twisted to stay in your old scenario. Number two, identify your primary needs and don't let other people's secondary or peripheral needs come before your primary needs. 
Number three, learn to not dangle the carrot. Don't lead somebody on, okay? Because again, that's you avoiding being the asshole. Number four, identify when someone is trying to make you feel guilty. Number five, do the benefits to your life outweigh the downfall for the people left behind. And number six, are you letting someone down truly or are you just trying to live your life to the fullest? All right, guys, I hope that this has helped. I hope that this has helped you make some big, um, bold decisions for, you know, what you want to do with your life or if you're trying to start something new, start a new adventure, take that leap of faith, okay? Understand that you fucking, you live once, we're all going to die. It's okay if someone thinks that you're an asshole every once in a while. The best thing you can do is just make sure that you have a clear conscience and that's... That's my number one advice in all of this. I don't mind if someone thinks poorly of me. It's, it's, it's upsetting and it's frustrating, but I'm okay with it because I know that in the relationships that I'm in and in the work relationships that I'm in, I give it my all. I really do. And so if it's going to break down and if I have to leave and if I have to end a relationship, as much as it's going to be sad... I at least don't walk out of there feeling really guilty or feeling like, oh, I fucked someone over because I know that at the time I gave it my all. So all you have to do is that. Be present, maximize your input in what you are involved in and then when it's time to leave, you're not going to feel guilty or you're going to feel a bit guilty but you're going to learn why you're feeling that way and you'll still be able to kind of intercept it, nip it in the bud and still go on understanding that it is okay to be the asshole. Guys, love you so much and I will speak to you next week. As always, please remember, be kind to yourself, be kind to your brain. Don't take shit from anyone and especially don't take shit from yourself. Danke.